Hello everyone and welcome to your NARSA weekly update for the week commencing Monday the 29th of May 2023. It's Gary here again and firstly I'd like to wish all of our blue noses in the United States of America a very happy Memorial Day. And for those who don't know, Memorial Day is a federal holiday in the United States for honouring and mourning the US military personnel who lost their lives while serving in the United States Armed Forces. From 1868 to 1970, it was observed on May the 30th, and since 1970, it is observed on the last Monday of May. There you go. You don't just get Rangers and Narsa stuff on the Narsa Weekly Update. You also get some history lessons and some topical information from around the world as well. <laughs> yeah, that was a late addition to the stuff I didn't even know it was Memorial Day today, but I'm happy to do a wee bit of celebrating of that as well. On to the football. Well, I guess that's a wrap, as they say, and overall... I think I'm pretty sure I'm not alone in being glad that this one is behind us. We finished the season on 92 points with a plus 56 goal difference and that was enough to get us seven, point, seven points behind that mob which kind of makes it look a wee bit closer than it actually was for the majority of the season quite frankly. Uh, and an incredible 35 points, 3-5, 35 points ahead of third place Aberdeen. I mean, I know it's always been a two-horse race for the most part. I'm actually going to um, completely dispel that rumour in one wee second here. But for the most part, it's a two-horse race. But to, to be so, so far ahead, I mean, that's, what's that, 12, 12 games or something like that ahead? Oh, my word. Anyway, so from a history lesson perspective, since we're doing that today, when we returned to the Premiership in season 2016-2017, we finished in third place with 67 points and a plus 12 goal difference. Season 17-18, we finished third again on 70 points, only three points better off um, that, that season um, as well. Season 18-19, we finished second on 78 points. Season 19-20, we finished second on 67 points. But remember, that was the COVID season. That was the, the one where that mob could not get the season finished quick enough to, to get their COVID um, three quarters of a season done thing so we were on 67 points after 29 games and then season 2020 to 2021 of course was 55 and we were absolutely dynamite that season we finished first on 102 points and then uh, last season we finished second on 89 points so three points better off than than last season uh, I don't I can't remember what the goal difference was last season as well but even then you know second I mean let's go through it we qualified for the Champions League for the first time and it feels like forever we got narrowly beat in the League Cup final after producing a stink bomb of a performance we we got narrowly beat in a much better performance in the in the Scottish Cup semi-final Michael Beale did enjoy his first win against that mob as manager as we demolished him just earlier this month as well so in the in the in hindsight, I don't know if this was an absolutely catastrophic season. It always feels like it is when when we're like genuinely not truly challenging for for the silverware. But I think from my own personal opinion anyway, I think I've seen enough from Michael Beale and his new signings to, to have optimism that he, he actually the guy does know what he's doing and knows how to build 
a squad and and uh, the circumstances of course from from which you took over were less than ideal uh, they very rarely ever are when when you have to change manager mid-season and i reckon that he'll get us in better shape physically and tact uh, tactically for for season 23 24 and then hopefully start a period of genuine dominance for us you know that's that's always the hope of course but you know that's what we really thought we were getting to because we were so far ahead after season 2020 2021 and we just we just didn't we didn't build on that uh, which is why we ended up losing uh, one of the reasons i'm sure that we ended up losing stephen gerrard as the manager and then going through what we went through but uh, to get to to the spot where we're at right now there's lots to be optimis uh, optimistic for I, I guess we should say and next time now one wee quick thing before we get into the game segment which is very 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 short this week is I'm trying out a new mic and a new setup this week, and I think, I hope, it's a lot less uh, tinny, a lot less echoey as well. So for any regular listeners that, that listen and, and maybe pay attention to the sound quality, I'd love to hear from you to to see if, if it's actually better than that. I've done a bunch of tests over the weekend, and it certainly does seem to be a lot, um, a lot less echoey as well. So if that's the case, then I think I might have cracked it, and I think I might have exactly what I need to, to be able to do this a bit better and a bit more quality as we as we move forward as well. So if you could get in touch with me on rangersscc at hotmail.com, that's two S's, two C's, and let me know, that would be much appreciated. Or if you have my number, you could text me and let me know as well. Anyway, game segment, two games this past week. Firstly, uh, last Wednesday night was at home to Hearts in, oh boy, you know, what was that? A bizarre, let's just say a bizarre 2-2 two -two draw, that kind of encapsulated the season for us, you know, and, and this one was a wee bit unique, I guess, in that respect. But we we started and finished the game utterly appallingly in terms of our, our, our defending. And I'll say in defending in, in big, massive air quotes because there was no defending going on there. Really, we had lots of really good stuff going on in between the first and last minutes, of course. And then, you know, had we been able to finish our chances, we'd have won the game more than comfortably, but this particular game it didn't happen that way in, in, in the 2-2 draw for that as well. Just just bizarre, the, the defending that we did, the way we started, like, especially the first goal. The second goal, you're kind of like, ah, you know what, you can you can maybe just see the move developing, I guess is probably the best word through that. But the first goal, the defending, I don't know what Morello, eh, Morello, sorry, what McGregor and, and Tavernier were doing for the first goal. Um, I don't know if McGregor gave Tavernier a shout or Tavernier thought he was trying to do something different or whatever it was, but just a bizarre way to head the ball back into the danger area. Anyway, this particular game will be known more for the send-off that we gave at the very end of the game to Alan McGregor, Scott Arfield, Philippe Hollander, Alfredo Morelos and Ryan Kent. And I think, quite honestly, folks, that's about as much as I want to say about this game. A nothing game for us, very material for Hearts to, to, to get the point of course, um, at the end, and I would much rather Hearts qualify for Europe than, than Hibs qualify for Europe um, through the conventional means of league table positioning anyway. So we'll move on from that one. The second one was uh, Saturday's 3-0 victory over St Mirren at the, is it Smisa, Smisa Stadium in the most beautiful town in, in Scotland of Paisley. And I thought the game was okay. Overall, our, our first goal came courtesy of Fashion Sakala, who took a, a superb pass from, from Ridvan Yilmaz, cut inside, kind of seemed to take an age. <laughs> you know, he took his time shooting and then got 
very fortunate, I thought, with the eventual shot that that squirmed under their defender, um, and when he when he he was very unlucky not to, to have cleared that off the line, and that would have been a shocker of a miss. Um, then the second goal involved um, another bit of a cut inside, fairly similar to to the first from Frashen Sakala, uh, and uh, to slot home uh, you know, the second goal and Rangers' second goal, of course, and. And this time it's slotted underneath the goalie, who I'm sure must have been very, very disappointed with his efforts there. I mean, right underneath the guy's body, it went. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't a good goalkeeping effort at all. So Fashion got two goals, and they were they were quite fortunate the way that both of them ended up. But he got them, and that's the main thing. And good for him uh, for getting them. And then the third goal was a real poacher's goal uh, from Tony Goals himself. It's been such a long. I don't. I don't actually even remember the last time. Tony Goals got a goal for us, you know, with his injury and then his comeback and then his maybe back out again. But so so brilliant to see him on the on the score sheet, and you could tell what it meant to him, couldn't you? When the, when the the way that he was celebrating with the fans at the end, I'm not sure if he actually got booked for that or not. I need, I need to look at the stats a wee bit. I'm not doing stats um, much for for for. Uh, I certainly never did anything for the first game, but. Um, the, the, the bookings and stuff like that I'm not really going too much into positives from this this game the score and the lovely orange strips I feel like we always play better when the sun is shining and we're wearing those lovely orange strips the negatives nothing really just that's the season done and we'll move on from there stats for this one we did have 70% possession that's 7-0% and then we had 9 shots at 3 on target which we scored with all 3 uh, to their seven shots and two on target as well. And, and Robbie McCrory had had a couple of good saves in the game as well. So that, that was kind of good. Referee watch for both games. The referees did okay. I don't remember them getting, uh, you know, being, being really upset with, with either of the two of them um, that I could pay that much attention to at this point of the season. So they'll get the standard seven out of ten and we won't talk about referees much more as we go along. Just a reminder again, and this is a reminder obviously now for me, because we haven't managed to get to this yet, but we do have the survey coming out from RTV um, to as well as coming from NARSA on behalf of RTV. Um, honestly, so we're we're going to get that out. I will. I'm actually going to give Alan a call tonight. Um, right now it's five twenty-six, and I'll maybe give him a, a quick buzz when Leo's at his athletics practice and uh, get going on this survey. I think it's going to be quite. You know, here's here's the choices. What 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 does your club fall into? Please let us know as quickly as you can, and then we'll move on from there. And um, we'll talk a wee bit about the cost, of course, as well. So it should be very easy to, um, to, 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 to manage the answers and get the answers back to us as quickly as possible. We do have an RTV catch-up tomorrow morning, and quite honestly, just before I started recording, I just noticed it in my calendar. I'm not fully prepped for it. We were hoping to have the survey long done by then, so maybe I'll, maybe I'll push that one out another week, and then we'll maybe try and get the survey results back if we can and see where we go from there, or maybe not. Or maybe it's always good to chat to David, I don't know. I'll think about that a wee bit more as we go on. Uh, for shout-outs this week, not a good one at all. Last week we had a whole bunch of really positive ones, and it was great to, to read them out. Sometimes we have some, sometimes we have none, and, and sometimes I, I kind of make some up. But uh, but this week we've got some terrible news, actually. Um, yesterday on the, the Rangers Supporters Club of Calgary email distribution list, where um, one of the one of the fellows had let us know that another one of the members um, there had uh, his daughter had, had passed away, so I did want to pass on my own personal um, deepest condolences and those of Narsa as well to my friend and long-standing Rangers Supporters Club of Calgary member um, Ken Allen on the sudden passing of his and uh, his his ex-wife Donna's oldest daughter Heather, 
she was she was 35 years old 35 and has left behind a beautiful family as well this is just devastating and, and absolutely awful news for, for Ken and the family so of course if there's anything I can do Kenny please don't hesitate to reach out my friend I'll hopefully get a chance to catch up with you soon and and see but this is yeah this is devastating I've known Heather for almost 19 years now and these folks were really really kind to us when we moved over to Calgary and Nora from she was a teenager and uh, was just chatting to her a, a couple of years back when we were both at the same holiday destination out in British Columbia and stuff just it's unfathomable it, it really really is so I'm so so sorry for your loss my friend and, and as I say I hopefully I'll get a chance to catch up with you soon okay I'll I'll transition over as best I can on this one for the convention update for this week I can officially confirm that it's 17 days 17 days and two weeks until Toronto Midtown host all the bears who are going to be flying over to or driving into or walking down the street to if you're close to, to Toronto uh, for the biggest bash of the overseas rangers year and just another confirmation i'm going to do a wee bit of repeat of the of the kind of housekeeping items from the last couple of weeks the hotel is now firmly completely sold out has been for a wee while now you, there is still time for you to change around rooms if you've booked rooms and, and you're looking to try and transfer them to other people and you just do that online you change the name you change the credit card on the booking and then you're good to go the three night packages are now fully sold out as well there are still thursday and friday night tickets left now just a reminder these are thursday, thursday and friday night um, complete packages that you can buy just as it's a double we don't have the ability i've talked about this a couple of times now to be able to split them out and manage it properly in both the system and for for the evening events as well so we'll, we'll see how we go from there and um, but it's just a package of thursday and friday night that you can buy right now and if you're looking for any further information about the golf or the football or the brewery tour um, or the the shopping excursion or whatever go to the nasa webpage nasa.ca the very first thing you'll see on the site there is the the convention page click on that you'll go in and get all the details that you need for that as well also another reminder that we are going to be having the blue room the bar set up on the thursday and friday i had a chat with the hotel a really good catch up with the hotel last week just to talk about um, a bunch of things which i'll talk about in um in just a wee bit here but we're, we're getting there um, we're, we're getting we're getting ourselves organized um on that and It'll just be an opportunity during the day if you feel like it, if you just happen to be passing, you like to come in and grab a beer and you'll get to do that with some Blue Nose friends as well. I did meet with the hotel on Friday. We are working the finer details and final details for the banner hanging, um, for the tables, for merchandise, if you're looking to sell some of your merchandise, for the, the Watersmith Memorial Grand Banquet meal, the details for the Sunday leaving do as well. Everything else is, is pretty much locked in and now and we we're just on the final throws of making sure that everything is actually in good shape as we as we kind of walk through and find that out we did have one wee surprise this past week where our main point of contact um on the event side of the hotel uh, received a promotion so great news for her um to, to go to another marriott uh, hotel as a director of event planning as opposed to i think it was assistant director so she had to transition us to another Lassie, who is now our third event specialist that we've been dealing with on this particular engagement. That's quite unusual. Usually we get the same people going forward, but um, all for good reasons. So we did have a great handoff meeting um, this past Friday morning, as I mentioned, and we're in good hands uh, with the new person. So I'm looking forward to working with her up to and including 
the event here in 17 days time i did want to provide a wee bit of a of an update for nasa 2024 in new york city um, and the reason i wanted to provide an update is we do i, I, I get lots and lots of questions for it not f um, not about it i should say not just from um uh, the folks that are interested in finding out more about it but also from the big apple bears themselves because they're like hey what's happening but our main focus uh, for the last wee while has been ensuring 2023 is a success while keeping things ticking along on the 2024 side what we did do over the last um, few business days there last was it thursday i think it was uh, we re-engaged oh, no, i think it was friday sorry friday we re-engaged with the uh, nyc go which is essentially the the new york city tourism board and we're going to be formally going back out to hotels this week to get proposals and hopefully get confirmations very very soon with a view to putting on the hotel putting on the hotel for booking around about the july august time frame as we typically do sometimes it's been as late as september as well so we're not materially behind in terms of meeting our time scale commitments but usually by now we know the hotel usually by now we know the rates usually by now we have a, a sense of understanding. You know, we know we know the dates, of course, as well. All of that right now we don't know, um, but it's certainly an absolute work in progress. It's taken a wee bit longer, of course, than everyone would have hoped to get us to, to this point. We are a wee bit behind where we typically are, as I mentioned. But I'm not getting any I'm not getting any heartburn as this or, or any genuine cause for concern. We we are where we are, and we will have more information to share on that uh, definitive information on that in the coming weeks so please stay tuned for that as well on the other business again just that 2023 is an election year and we do have the vice president the broadcast rtv director the convention director the marketing sponsorship director and the communications director locked in and um no oh, sorry communications director is not locked in the communications director is going to a pending election between andy burnett from toronto midtown fraser muir from vancouver downtown and lorraine spence from london rangers supporters club and what we're going to do this week is we're going to get uh, we're going to get all three of them on the pod just separately um, on the pod um, just to, to go through a couple of questions who are you why are you interested in the role why do you think you would be the best candidate that sort of thing um, so i'll get those interviews set up i'm going to try and do those on thursday night if i can maybe maybe wednesday and and get that organized and get a chance to chat to the folks as well so on next week's pod as we ease into the close season you'll get an opportunity to hear from the candidates themselves of course this is more material for nasa members specifically as as your club will be voting at the agm on each of these folks so we'll, we'll get that organized and get get what you need organized as well so that'll be something a wee bit different for you to listen to next week on the communications front eh, not a lot going on on the communication front this this past week i just did want to do to do a, a reminder for the i guess this is what the third week in a row now about the the showcase that i mentioned which is being run by football agent john viola and his his team seven partner clubs involved 14 scouts and space limited to 100 players i haven't actually chatted to john for a couple of weeks so i don't know how the sales are going as to as to whether uh, or how much i should say space if any is actually uh, left but i'll put i'll put the link to the blurb in that something kind of cool so something kind of funky to be able to mention and, and just kind of expand the, the horizon of narsa a wee bit but other than that things very very quiet on the communication front obviously you'll have heard by now that the the ladies team my apologies the women's team 
um, unfortunately finished the season with a defeat to that mob, that mob's women's team, I guess I should call them, their official title. And that was 2-0 yesterday at Hamden. I didn't get a chance to try and find out what the crowd was, but it was, they were looking like it was going to be a bumper crowd as well. So the top three women's team each got a trophy this year. Rangers got the Sky Sports Cup. The That mob's women's team got the... I guess that was the, the equivalent of the Scottish Cup and Glasgow City women's team got the, the league as well. So I don't know if everyone finishes the season happy or everyone finishes the season unhappy. I'm not 100% sure. But too bad. Nobody wants to, to end the season on a downer and, and I feel bad for them. And then obviously there's a bit of a shake-up going on on the women's side um, over the close season as well in terms of management and things like that as well. Anyway, my friends, that will do it for this week. Thank you very, very, very much for taking the time to listen and please do share it with anyone that you think might enjoy it. Until next week, relax, take it nice and easy and the knowledge that next season is guaranteed to be wholly, wholly, wholly much better um, than this uh, this season. Actually, this past two seasons, really. Um, I, can, I can really feel it in my bones. I genuinely can, folks. So until next week, please do take care of yourself and all the very best, okay? Cheerio.